Hey, this is Christina Carpenter coming to you again. Find your muse. And my muse happens to be health. And I just wanted to talk some more from the book Fit for Life. And some information I found in the book by Harvey Diamond. Um, don't mind their little screeching you might hear in the background. That's mine. Parakeets. But don't mind them. So anyway. Um, so I was reading page 196 wait was it 196 wait a second there's just such good information in this book it's 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 really unbelievable so first i was reading about protein right and then i'm reading about osteoporosis right okay and so i was reading this part right here i'm gonna read it to you and it says it says The major reason Americans eat so much animal protein is that... Okay, this is page 198. The major reason Americans eat so much animal protein is that over the years, they have been effectively conditioned to believe that protein every single day, indeed every single meal, is absolutely essential for their health and that animal products are the very best source of that protein. So many people are running fat and cholesterol through their arteries every four hours. It would be as though a car manufacturer were to somehow convince you through false advertising that you couldn't get a safe car unless you brought one of theirs. And the propaganda works so well that you're actually scared to buy a car from in from another source, even though you might be able to buy a vehicle as safe or safer than the one you are conditioned to buy. The idea that it is difficult to obtain sufficient protein from the plant kingdom is an outright falsehood perpetuated by the industries that make money selling animal products and by their hired experts. Millions of dollars have been spent over the years to condition you to automatically think of meat and other animal products whenever you think of protein. One of the most frequently asked questions of a vegetarian is, where do you get your protein? As if by not eating animal products, the the nutrient can't be attained. The conditioning has worked all too well. It's interesting, right? Okay, the China Health Project rather soundly obliterates that particular profit-driven nutritional myth. In the Eat for Life, the Food and Nutrition Board's Guide to Reducing Your Risk of Chronic Disease, published by the prestigious National Academy of Sciences, Dr. Paul R. Thomas writes, There is nothing nutritionally unique about meat products that other foods cannot supply. Dr. William E. Connor, author and head of the Division of Endocrinology, Metabolism, and Nutrition at Oregon's Health Sciences University in Portland, sums it up well by saying, The public has been sold on the idea that protein from animals is best and doesn't realize that plants contain high-quality protein. Everything that grows has protein. After all, isn't that where the animals we get we eat get theirs? So that's very interesting that there is protein in your plant and plant plant foods and if you eat an adequate amount of plants, I mean, you might still get your protein. Um yeah. Um, heart disease, and, and then it goes on to say on, sh- on page 199, heart disease in China declines to an almost negligible level when fat and cholesterol levels are low. The China Health Project shows that a low-fat and low-cholesterol diet pro- 
protects not only against heart disease, but also against cancer of the colon. The more animal products eaten, the greater risk to human health. Obesity is a rarity in China. Although the Chinese consume 20% more calories than North Americans do, North Americans are 25% fatter. I have long maintained that calories are not a significant factor in whether you get fat or not. I was even attacked for saying so. The China Project and other data, CT Factor Diet by Dr. Martin Katan, certainly substantiate my point. After all, a calorie is nothing more than a measure of heat. Heat does not make you fat. Heat makes you f- fat makes you fat. <laughs> Unfortunately, it is being consistently shown that fat can also make you dead. Researchers show that as the obesity rate increases, so does the death rate. I found that very, very interesting. And then another part I found interesting was in regards to, so that was about fat and, and protein and, um, you know, where we get our fat, where we get our protein from. It doesn't always have to necessarily be animal protein. It could be um, plant protein. Um, I'm thinking about soy. I mean, soy is protein, you know, so um, that's just an aside thought. All right. So um, then he goes on to talk about osteoporosis. And this is page 199. And I just found this, this this one so interesting on page 200. It says the Chinese don't even have a word for osteoporosis in their language. It simply isn't a problem in their country. And how much dairy do the Chinese people eat? According to Dr. Terry Brun, Brun an agricultural and nutritional scientist from the National Institute of Health and Medical Research in France, the Chinese consume no cow's milk or dairy products, yet they have among... The lowest rates of osteoporosis in the world. Dr. T. Colin Campbell points out that dairy calcium is not needed to prevent osteoporosis. Most Chinese consume no dairy products and instead get all of their calcium from vegetables. The Chinese data indicate that people need less calcium than we think and can get adequate amounts from vegetables. Can you believe that? All right. As mentioned above, isn't that where the animals we eat, get theirs, so now we come back to the vegetables and where we can get calcium, vegetables. I mean, the animals eat the vegetables and we eat the meat, but if we go straight to the source, which is the vegetables, we can get our protein and our calcium. I find that so interesting. Um, and then he talks about, let's see, uh, iron. Yet another, this is on page 201, it says, Yet another scare tactic employed by the animal product industry is its claim that red meat and other animal products are the best source of iron, and that without animal products, one risks developing anemia. The truth is that even in vegetarians and vegans, iron deficiency anemia is rare. In fact, studies reveal that they have iron levels as higher or higher than those who eat an animal-based diet. Moreover, vitamin C, which increases iron absorption from food, occurs in plant foods, not animal foods. Um, Okay, next paragraph. The Health Project sheds much-needed light on this subject as well. Those in the study with the highest fiber intake also had the most... the most iron rich blood you must understand that red meat or any animal product for that matter contains no fiber the chp china health project also shows that the consumption of meat is not needed to prevent iron deficiency anemia the average chinese who shows 
No evidence of anemia consumes twice the iron Americans do, but the vast majority comes from the iron in plants. Once again, isn't that where the animals we eat get theirs? So it keeps coming back to the plants. And we're comparing everything to what the Chinese do and how the Chinese eat a very plant-based diet. And yet they're, they don't have any problem with osteoporosis. They don't have problems with obesity like Americans. Americans overeat on red meats, protein from animal meat and then they get all this cholesterol and and they're not getting enough fiber um and it's just messing them up and we're dying we're getting heart disease but heart disease is decreasing which is good but um we still have a lot of work to, i mean actually is not totally decreasing heart disease is still a problem and um we really need to really look at our diet and what we eat and comparing you know how other countries do it we could learn a lot um let's see so i just found that really 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 interesting and um that's just a little excerpt from pages 198 to 201 in fit for life book by harvey diamond it's called fit for life a new beginning the ultimate diet and health plan and i found this book um, through someone, you know, a virtual coach, Ty Lopez, he says, you know, try read this book. So I'm like, I'm reading this book and I'm learning so much. And if you can find this book in your local library, I'm sure you will learn a lot. And maybe it will change the way you eat, change your life forever. So I'm all an advocate for health and well-being. And I just think learning about this is so important. So if you want to learn more show up again i'll see if i can find some more tidbits of information that are interesting in this book because i really like it and i think you will like it too so see if you can find it i'll see you later